Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Ginger London Ministry Show. I am Minister Ginger London, your host and your kingdom trainer and life coach for this series. This is the Gotta Get Myself Together series. As you know, we're doing a series of 25 shows to help you get ready for this new year. And uh, tonight, uh, it's a late night show, uh, but we're going to go on with it. Uh, I told you we're going to have some shows at different times. Um, and so on tonight, uh, because of some circumstances beyond my control, rather than skip this day, I went ahead and scheduled it for a late night show. So if you're tuning in um, by phone or you're listening by Internet, thank you so much for staying up uh, with me. Um, it's going to be a, uh, an intense show. Um, I'll try to end it as soon as possible. But I want to thank you before we get started because I know you have to make a sacrifice to tune in to a late show. Um, at this hour, and of course, I'm Central Standard Time, and so it may not be as late uh, for you as um, it is for me, but in spite of that, we're going to continue on, and uh, on tonight, this is shows uh, number five and six together combined, and uh, the topic for tonight is stop making useless comparisons, and so I'm going to talk to you, when you get yourself together this year, I want you to get away from making useless comparison, comparing yourself or your life to someone else's life, uh, your success to someone else's success, your gifts, your abilities, your talents to someone else's, uh, your um, things that you have or maybe your possessions uh, to someone else's possessions, Um, and just your life's journey to someone else's uh, journey. I want you to remember that God created you, you you are uniquely created. And so you don't have to make useless comparisons, those comparisons that keep you uh, stuck in life, keep you in a a position of low self-esteem, keeps you from being progressive in life. So we're going to go on. I want to open up with um, Galatians chapter 6. Verse 4, and I'm going to read it to you from the Living Bible, and I think it's so clear. And then we'll open up with prayer, and I'll get right into uh, tonight's teaching. So Galatians chapter 5, verse, um, I'm sorry, Galatians chapter 6, using verse 4 from the Living Bible. It says, let everyone be sure to do his very best, for then he will have the personal satisfaction of work done well, and won't need to compare himself with someone else. I'm going to read it again. Let everyone be sure to do his very best, for then he will have 
the personal satisfaction of work done well and won't need to compare himself with someone else. That's Galatians chapter 6, verse 4, and that's coming from the Living Bible. And I'm sure if you read the Message Bible, it'll sound very uh, similar uh, to that translation. So let's pray and get right into the teaching. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on tonight. We bless your name. We come humbly to your throne of grace, Lord God. We ask that you would forgive us for any of our sins on today. Wash us clean with the blood of Jesus and with the washing of your word. Father, on tonight, I pray that all that have an ear to hear will hear what you are saying. Uh, to your church on tonight. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you have created us, you created all of us uniquely, and we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and that we don't need to make useless comparisons to other people, Lord God, because you do all about us, even before we were formed in our mother's womb. Thank you for that cre- unique creation. Thank you for giving us gifts, abilities, and talents that, are, that have been granted to us according to your will, and that we don't have to be envious is or covetous, covetous of other people's things, gifts, and abilities. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So once again, welcome to the show. Tonight is going to be a very um, um, kind of touchy subject, especially if you are someone who makes comparisons. Uh, compare yourself to other people, and if you have low self-esteem and if you feel uh, have a sense of worthlessness, you don't feel like you're you're valuable, that you're worth anything, and um, you find yourself um, comparing yourself to others and beating yourself up uh, because you're looking at what they have and you're not paying attention to your own life or not as um, much attention to your own life as um, you should. And so let's take a look at. You know, you know, if the truth be told, you know, you really cannot uh, be happy and envious at the same time. So, in fact, one of the greatest secrets of having happiness in your life is learning how to eliminate envy. It's learning how to appreciate yourself. You know, just acknowledging that you struggle with envy or envy, envy or covetousness can be extremely painful. But the first step to change is valuing, um, is having a value. Uh, for yourself. Another uh, verse of scripture that I want to read to you is found in Romans chapter 12, verse um, six through, 4 through 6. And it reads, in this way, we are like the various parts of human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as a body, a part of his body. But as a chopped off finger or a cut off toe, we wouldn't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without endlessly or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we, we aren't. And that comes from the Message Bible. And again, that's Romans chapter 12, verses 4 through 6. We were all made and created with a purpose. God specifically chose uh, each of us as an individual with a destiny of greatness ahead of us. We are like one um, a puzzle piece in a great picture, but to put together by God. So on our own, we can accomplish a certain amount in our own strength, and, uh, strength. but in combination with God and other Christians around us, 
we can accomplish the unimaginable. So when God takes his super and and attaches it to our natural body, we become a supernatural force. And so you have to believe that about yourself, that God created you to be the supernatural force in the earth. And when you um, understand that and come into agreement with it spiritually, you will stop comparing yourself to other people. So when you compare yourself to someone else, you can you find yourself either belittling yourself or thinking that uh, what they have is far better and, and then um, um you find yourself questioning how can you ever amount to what they have or even come into possession of it. You lose your significance and your confidence and you let the devil steal your destiny. Uh, so instead, you need to focus on, um, what, on, focus on God and believe that what he says about you, that you are significant, that you are built for a purpose, uh, uh, only uh, destined for you, and that his unconditional and unfailing and unwavering love will cover you, that you don't need to compare yourself uh, to other people. You, you know, uh, there's a saying out there that says, um, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And um, I love that saying, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Only you can accomplish what God has planned for you. There is a reason why he chose you for your destiny. You already have everything you need. Uh, to live your life, you just need to daily tap into what God is, has in store for you. No one else does what you do like you do it. You are the way you are, and you are that way for for a reason. And you have to remember that if you don't uh, live the life um, as the person who God has destined you uh, to be, then you'll miss out on all of the incredible plans of of God for your life. The opportunities to change someone else's life or to make a difference in your community or to contribute to or uh, to change someone else's destiny, you will miss out on that opportunity because you are not living the life that God created you to live. And that's going to be you were born an original. So you really don't have to copy or compare yourself to anyone else because you were born to be an original. He, God made you the way that you are as individual for a reason. You're not an accident. Um, you are perfectly created. You know, life will try to tell you, you know, how to live your life and what you should wear, how you should act, what you should be wanting from your life. However, God's plan for your life is one that is destined for greatness. And you have to believe that you were destined uh, for greatness. You know, sometimes um, in our lives um, we can look and say, you know, or make a comparison uh, to others. Um, and sometimes that's kind of natural, you know, especially these days because you're bombarded with, uh, you know, in your life with media, with people who have more wealth than you, who have better careers, who have better looks and who have greater skills, uh, than what you have. And so uh, then uh, sometimes when you're making that comparison or or not comparison, when you're bombarded with um, those types of things, what happens is you'll find yourself um, envying the things that you see other people have. And when you do that, your confidence takes a dip. Remember I told you that each one of these shows, I'm going to talk to you about your confidence. And when you Uh, find yourself feeling envious or you find yourself making useless comparison, your confidence is going to take a dip. And the worst thing about it is that when you go through all of that comparison, it really doesn't accomplish anything. You know, it doesn't do any good. It doesn't accomplish any good thing for you. 
And so, you know, uh, you may find yourself uh, saying things um, to yourself such as, you know, I resent others for their success because you're making that comparison because maybe you're not as successful or you haven't accomplished as much as they have. Uh, you haven't, you are, uh, I haven't done anything with my life. You may find yourself saying things like that or I envy what other people have or I can't recognize my own strength. Um, my own strength, my uh, good qualities. You'll say that I don't know what gifts I have. I don't know if I'm have any talents or abilities. I don't see it. You know, um, you're you're constantly tell yourself that you're not as good as the person that you're comparing yourself to, and that's because you're looking at it through faulty eyes. There's some scales that are on your eyes, on your vision spiritually, that are causing and mentally that are causing you to either think these things, say these things. Or see these things within yourself to the point that you're comparing yourself with others and you're not, uh, the comparison is not uh, ending with a good conclusion. So if that's true for you, then, you know, when you're making these comparisons, you know, we're going to talk about that tonight because I want you to come out of that. I want you to be free from making those types of comparisons um, in your life, you know. So let's talk about um why comparing yourself to others can actually be bad. You know, there, there's nothing really good unless you're comparing yourself uh, in a way to improve yourself, then that's a good thing. But when you're making co- a comparison to other people with the intent of belittling yourself or, uh, making, uh, or doing something negative towards yourself, then it is not a good thing. You know, so um, number one, comparing yourself to others is really not a good idea. What happens with that is um, if you're comparing yourself uh, yourself negatively with others, it leads to discontentment, it leads to discouragement, and it leads to jealousy. If you remember, um, there's a passage of scripture in the Bible where David went out and he killed ten thousands, ten thousands. You know, and when Saul heard heard about it, or when he heard the people. Um, Talking about what David did in First Samuel chapter eighteen, verse eight and nine, it says, "And Saul was very wroth or angry, and the saying uh, displeased him. And he said, they were they have ascribed unto David ten thousand, and to me they have ascribed but thousands. And what can we have more? And what can he have more but the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that day forth, meaning he did, kept watching him." He compared himself based on what other people said, and he became angry about what he heard the people saying about David. So you have to be uh, careful because it can bring, it can cause discontentment, it can cause discouragement, and it can cause jealousy in you. And we don't we don't want that to um, to take place. It's always unfair when you compare yourself to others. That comparison is always always unfair. You know. Um, when you make those comparisons, it's usually um, start, you will always come off bad. You know, if, if, if you look um, at someone else's strength, you know, then you start looking at your weaknesses. When you are making useless comparisons, they are always unfair. You will point out the other person's strength, and then the, the other side of that, you will point out your weakness. You will not do strength for strength. You will do strength for weakness, and it will always, you will always be the one that comes up on the short end of it because you will not make a fair comparison. So they're always unfair. Comparison requires metrics. You know, and what I mean by that is um, you have to have some type of measuring uh, tool 
to make that comparison by. And so even if you compare, let's say, strength for strength, there will always be someone who is better than you or there are those who are worse than you. You know, uh, when, you, um, when you're making that uh, comparison or when you're accomplishing something, it has nothing to do with what you want to do. It has to do with you going uh, uh, tit for tat if you will, with someone else. And so it's always some type of metrics involved, some, always, some type of measuring involved. And when your self-esteem is low or you feel unworthy, when you look at it, even though you may have that strength, you will, the measuring um, tool that you knew, use will never show you in a favorable way. It would always show the other person in the favorable way. So it's unfair. You have to always use some type of measuring tool when, when it's a useless comparison. The comparisons rob you of precious time. You spend a lot of time, a lot of part of your day comparing, comparing yourself to others, and um, uh, your accomplishments always come second to, to many. Or say, you know, it's never you never have yourself in the forefront. So even if you do well with comparison with others, you may artificially um, inflate uh, their success over yours, over your success. And even if you experience um, a success, it's going to be short lived because you're going to boost um, uh, your the ego and the other person uh, in your mind, and then you're going to knock yourself down. And so it always robs you of precious time. It robs you of time where you could be focused on something else. Now you're trying to make a comparison. You're minimizing your strength, your accomplishments. You're trying to boost the other person up. It's, and, and it may work for them in one sense, but some, most of the time they don't even know that you're doing that. But in the long run, your self-esteem is hindered by that because you're not going to be fair to yourself. You're not going to um, make a fair uh, uh, comparison. And then, you um, number two, it's unfair because you are too unique to compare fairly. You know, your gifts, your talents and successes and your contributions and your value are entirely unique to you and your purpose in the earth, and they can never be properly compared to anyone else. If you believe that God uniquely created you and that he gifted, he gifted you uh, to do a particular thing that only you can do the way that he purposed for you to do it, then it is unfair for you to compare yourself with someone else because God didn't make that person the way he made you. They may have similar abilities and similar giftings, but their assignment may not be like yours, or they may not be assigned to do it the way that you're doing it. And so it's an unfair comparison because you're never going to be able to spiritually compare gifts gifts and abilities and talents uh, that God has given you because he wills it to you. He gives it to you according to his will for your life. All right. And then um, I should have told you um, that's number four. Number one is comparison are always unfair. Number two, comparison requires uh, metrics or some type of measurement. Number three, comparisons rob you of, per, of precious time. And then number four, you are too unique to compare fairly. And then number five, you have nothing to gain but much to lose. So, for example, your pride, your dignity, your drive, and your passion, you'll lose it. You do not gain any of those by making useless comparisons to other people. You end up losing way more than what you ever gain 
all right? You end up losing a whole lot more than what you ever, than what you ever uh, gained. Number six, there is no end to the possible number of comparisons. There's too many people out here to do, for you to do useless comparisons. The, you know, this particular, you know when, you, when you do comparisons like this, um, you can never overcome um, um, these types of comparisons. There will always be something or someone else to focus on. So that's why you have to take your attention off of comparing yourself to people and put your attention on the assignment that God has given you. And when there is someone that he wants you to to imitate or emulate or pattern behind, he will show you that person. And there will be no need to go tit for tat because when he shows you who that person is, that person will be on assignment to help you. So when you have a mentor, when you have a coach, when you have uh, someone who's training you or someone who's just walking hand in hand with you to help you succeed, there there will never be a need to compare yourself to that person. You may even imitate some of the things that they're doing. Paul said it like this, imitate me as I imitate Christ. But that was in a good spiritual sense. As I do the things according to the word, then imitate me because this, this is the, a good example for you to follow. He never said compare your life to mine. He said imitate the things I'm doing. So if you really want to... to uh, pattern your life or to focus on what someone is doing, find a life that you can pattern your life after where they're making good strides in the earth. And when you imitate those, there's, there's your self-esteem and your self, self-confidence is boosted and not minimized or belittled. So you have to, if you do that, uh, you have to find someone who can take you on as a protege in a mentoring relationship or someone who can take you on a master teacher where you become a student under them or if you're watching someone even from a distance, make sure that you're learning from the person and not comparing yourself because they've got, made some strides that you probably haven't even gotten to yet. So it's, un, it's an unfair comparison. You can't compare your life to somebody who's been doing what you desire to do and they've been doing it for 15 or 30 years and now you're trying to compare it and now you've lost your drive. You become discouraged. But if you look at that person with the intent of emulating or imitating what they've done to become successful or what they've done to become the type of person that they are to grow spiritually, then you're doing, then you're doing a good thing because now you are, you are, are um, following steps that have been successfully um, walked out. And if you do them, you grow instead of minimizing yourself. All right? Then um, number seven, comparisons put focus on the wrong person, which is similar to what I just said. It puts focus on the wrong. You cannot control anyone else's life. You only control one life, and that's yours. So, uh, so when you are constantly comparing yourself to others, you waste precious energy focusing on other people's lives rather than on your own. And when you look up, you've lost precious time, as I just said, because you're focusing on the wrong person. If you focus on yourself, if there are areas in your life that need to be uh, strengthened, that need to be developed, that need to be um, minimized or dismantled or let go, then when you focus on yourself the correct way, you will position yourself to make sure everything that needs to happen in your life will happen at the assigned time. So if you need to be uh, delivered from something or set free from something, when you focus on your life correctly, 
everything will fall in place. And those things that need to be let go, things you need to be delivered from, things that you need to be healed from, will happen at the appointed time. Those areas that you need uh, skills, that you need to develop, acquire, ascertain, build up, will all happen at the appointed time if you focus on the right thing. And it will keep you grounded when you're focused on yourself. And I don't mean that in a conceited way. I'm talking about purposefully focused on yourself, where you're focused on yourself because your life is full of purpose. The Word of God says that when you keep your mind stayed on Him, He'll put you at perfect peace. That means a matured peace. When you're functioning in your life at a, at a, from a position of matured peace, you will never have to compare yourself to others. Because when you make useless comparisons, it causes anxiety. It causes, um, um, you can become panicky about things. You can become worried about things. And all of those types of, of feelings and emotions are things that God told you not to engage in. So you have to focus on the right thing, and that is your purposeful life, the life that God has purposed for you to live. You have to focus on that and make sure that each and every day that you are taking the steps that have been ordered for your life, that you are moving in the fullness that God wants you to move in. When you redirect your focus and you're focused on someone on something on useless, I say should say comparisons, then you have become distracted and you have not placed yourself in a position of power and progression, you have placed yourself uh, in a position of pity and, uh, and, self- and worthlessness, becoming, feeling like you're worthless or low, having low self-esteem. Okay, then uh, number seven, um, or number eight, comparisons often result in resentment, resentment, and that is so true because you're looking at something that is not for you, and you begin to resent it because you don't have it. So resentment towards others and towards yourself will occur when you are when you're making uh, useless comparison uh, to that. And what will happen is, um, um, you will end up resenting people doing well. You won't celebrate them; you resent them for it because your focus is off, and you're not getting, uh, you're not moving progressively like you should, and they are. And so then you will resent them for doing well, um, and. It, you won't even really know that person. You're just looking at their success. So you're resenting somebody that you really don't know. You're just resenting what they're accomplishing, what they are accomplishing. And then uh, you resent people um, uh, when you first meet them, you know, because your focus is, is wrong. It's off kilter. You're not, uh, your vision is not sharp and it's not fine-tuned, you know. And because of that, your emotions become um lack of a better word, damaged in the process. And what happens is you immediately uh, draw a conclusion about a person when you don't even really know them. And so it causes you to resent people for their successes, for their um, accomplishments, and then you resent people just from meeting them. If you've heard about them and, you know, you, you, know, you heard about them and you meet them, you resent them already because you already know, you've already, you've already heard about what they've done, what they've accomplished. All right, and then number nine, it uh, comparisons deprive you of your joy. You know, when you do useless comparisons, they add no value to your life, no meaning to your life. There's no more fulfillment added to your life. You're only distracted in your life, and that's what happens when you make useless comparisons. You you end up talking about 
um, uh, uh, others uh, in a criti- uh, uh, very critical way, you know, um, and it becomes evident when people are um, uh, around you that you're bitter, that you're angry, and then it'll even come out in conversation that you spend a lot of time uh, comparing yourself, you know. So it, it's really necess- uh, uh, really important that you don't um, spend a lot of time making useless comparisons. If you've done it in the past, I'm going to give you some steps, some strategies on how to overcome it, how to, how to get beyond that, how to move from that place um, where you can um, focus on your life in a spirit of truth, you know, and that your reality is uh, the true reality for your life, that you're not in the now of your reality, that you understand that God created you for a great purpose, that you do have value to your life, that your mindset will change, that there will be a transformation as you renew your thinking, that you'll see something different happen in your life, and you'll see your life differently than from the perspective that you've seen it, and that you will avoid making use of comparison, and you will transition into making mature comparison. And it goes back to what I said, mature comparisons are when you're watching somebody and they're, uh, who's a lot, uh, watching someone else's life, and they have taken, they have taken steps that have um, created value to their life, and then you're following or imitating them because you know that if you do it this way, it's going to add value to your life. And that's what, if you're going to make a comparison, it needs to be a matured comparison from a matured state of, uh, a, a matured uh, emotional state, uh, a matured mindset, and you need to be spiritually mature in order to do that. If you're not at that place, you need somebody who can um, connect with you and actually bring you into spiritual maturity uh, in those in these areas of your life. And so I'm going to give you some steps or, or give you a, a, a few steps on actually how to stop comparing yourself um, to others in a in a useless way. And so we're going to take a short break, and then when we come back, get your pens and uh, notepads ready. We're going to talk about how to actually stop comparing yourself to others. Be right back. Welcome back to the Ginger London Ministry Show. Tonight we are talking about stop making useless comparisons. And so now we're going to go into the second part of this show. I'm going to give you some uh, practical uh, steps or or guide to actually stop making comparisons. And so um, it's going to be a little intense. I'm going to try not to talk too fast so that you'll be able to get it. But remember, you can always listen to the replay of this radio show and you can be able to um, listen to it over and over again and take more notes um, if you want to. And so uh, let's talk about how to break the habit of comparing yourself uh, with others. 
And the first and the number one thing that needs to happen is then you need to have uh, an awareness about yourself. You need to become intimately aware uh, of yourself. You need an awareness about yourself. You know, most of the time uh, people actually make comparison without realizing that they're doing it, you know. And so if you're going to break this habit, the solution is to become conscious about who you are. You have to now come into the moment, an awareness about who you are. It's very important that you discover who you are. If you're unsure about that, you have to go into prayer. You have to get into the Word of God and study the Scriptures where God is talking to you about who you are. And if you need to, you may need to take some self-assessment inventories so you can discover some things or rediscover some things about yourself like your interests, your desires, your strengths, your abilities, um, things that you um, or the things that you uh, love doing, you know, um, maybe uh, to identify uh, things that you're interested in in, uh, in the community, whatever. Do what you have to do to help you come into an awareness about who you are. Bring your thoughts to the forefront of your own mind uh, and then actually start paying attention. Focus on, uh, you know, uh, the when you're thinking about who you are each day, focus on those thoughts for a few minutes or several times throughout the day. It'll get much easier with practice. You know, it'll be a little hard for you right now because you've been making comparisons. But when you bring to the forefront of your thoughts, you know, um, Things about, you know, thoughts about who you are, you know, what your gifts are, what your abilities are, you know, what's unique about you, what you like, what are your interests, what are your desires. When you bring um, those thoughts to the forefront of your mind and you start uh, meditating on them and thinking about them throughout the day, then you'll find yourself becoming aware of who you are. And it'll be so much easier. Sometimes you make comparisons because you don't really know yourself. And you see things that you like, but you don't know how to ascertain them. And so you make the comparison. And like I said before, you'll fall into resentment. And that's not a good thing. And so you want to be to become aware of who you are in that. All right. And then number two, you want to stop yourself. You know, once you realize that you're doing these comparisons, give yourself a pause. You know, um, uh, don't uh, continue doing it and find yourself, uh, you know, belittling yourself or feeling bad. Just acknowledge the thought and then change your focus. Literally change your focus. You know, um, it, it's, it's uh, easy to stay in that comparison mode and then find yourself not appreciating who you are, finding yourself belittling or berating yourself. But when that thought comes to mind, Stop yourself and then push yourself to focus on a different thought. Focus on something other than comparing yourself, you know. So remember, you know, it's like, you know, when you focus on someone else, those hidden treasures on the inside of you, are they're just that, they're hidden. But when you push yourself to refocus uh, your mind, then those hidden things, those hidden treasures that are on the inside of you, they come to the actual forefront, and that's what you want to do. So you want to stop yourself when you find yourself making a comparison um, uh, uh, to others and appreciate the good things in your own life. You know, oftentimes you take for granted the things that, you know, you think, okay, the grass is greener on the other side, and that's not true. 
necessarily true, you know. So you have to learn how to improve yourself, you know, and learn how to think differently about yourself. Okay, and then uh, count your blessings. That's number three. Count your blessings. Stop focusing on what other people are doing and their successes. And look back over your own life and begin to count your own, you, you know, count your blessings. Focus on what you've done, you know, or what you uh, do have and what you already have been blessed with. Count what you have, not what you don't have. Think about how blessed you are to have what you have and to have the people in your life who you care about, you know, and, um, to be alive at all, you know, just think about that, and then you won't have to compare yourself. Appreciate your appreciate your life more than that. You know, count your blessings. You know, show gratitude. You know, um, for um, actually um, being here. Thank God every day for life. You know, thank him for your gifts, thank him for your abilities, you know, thank him for the things that you do have. Don't even mention what you don't have. Just thank God for what you do have. And then just look over your life and appreciate it and count your blessings. All right? That's number three. Number four, focus on your strengths. All right? Instead of looking at your weaknesses and when you're making that comparison, ask yourself, what are your strengths? Celebrate them. Be proud of them. You know, you don't have to be conceited about it, but you do need to feel good about them. And you need to work on using them to your best advantage, you know. So uh, focus on your strength, not your weaknesses. If, you're, if you have a weakness, find a way to make it strong, you know, in, in um, uh, Increase your knowledge. Develop skills. Do what you have to do. You know, if, you're, if, if having a weakness bothers you, then do something about it. And here's a strength that you can incorporate. If having a weakness bothers you, then find a way to turn that weakness into a strength. And focus on that, that you accomplish that. All right? Remind yourself that, you know, nobody's perfect. So don't focus on your weaknesses. Focus on your strength. You know, you know when you're focusing on your negative things and when your weaknesses, it's rarely helpful when you're focusing on that. But when you're focusing on the positive things and on your strengths, you have uh, it because um, you leave space and room in your life uh, for important things to happen in your life, you know, and for opportunities and doors to open up. You know, remember, nobody wants to be around somebody who's negative all the time. All right. So number one, awareness. Um, become aware of who you uh, um, Sharpen your awareness about who, who you are. Number two, stop yourself. You start comparing yourself, stop yourself. Number three, count your blessings, all right? Count your blessings. Uh, Focus on what you have. And then number four, focus on your strengths. And then number five, be okay with imperfection, all right? None of us are perfect. We don't get it right 110% but or 100%. And what I mean by, you know, um, uh. Uh, none of us are perfect. I mean, without, you know, like we don't have um, uh, some faults or some shortcomings or weaknesses, but you should be perfect in the biblical sense of mature. And so that's why it's so important for you to become emotionally matured and matured in your thinking. Because if you're not, when you find these little shortcoming, shortcoming areas of your life or weaknesses, you will have a tendency to beat yourself up rather than taking steps to strengthen yourself and to get rid of that particular imperfection. You know, uh, emotionally, we all 
you know, feel bad when, you know, we don't get something done or we don't get it done exactly how we want to do it. But remember, nobody's perfect, you know, and you have to look at it from a different perspective, you know, um, then from one that's um, that where you have to be perfect, you'll find yourself in bondage when everything, every I has to be dotted, every T has to be crossed, every spot in the room has to be clean, you know, once you've cleaned it. Because if not, you go back and clean it all up again. You know, be careful, you know, with that. Okay. And then the next one, don't knock your, don't knock others down. You know, when you make it up, when you again, it goes back to maturity. What's your what's your emotional state? Are you emotionally matured? You know, do, do uh, are your emotions? Have you mastered your emotions? Um, is your mindset matured? You know, is your thinking where it's supposed to be? You know, when you make uh, useless comparison, if you're not careful, you'll find yourself putting other people down or knocking them down, criticizing them to make yourself look good, to make yourself feel better. You um, uh, 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 take them down. But really, when you do that, it's really self-destructive for you. You know, uh, it forms an enemy. You know, you you. You form enemies, unnecessary enemies when you do that because usually when you do something like that, your emotions, you have not mastered your emotions and you become uh, uncontrolled in your emotions. There's a lack of self-control and you will find yourself doing this openly and publicly and that's not good. You know, so you end up uh, finding yourself having formed enemies instead of forming a friend. And then it hurts you as well because people now see you as mean-spirited, full of hatred, envy. They'll label you as uh, someone who is um, jealous all the time of different things, you know, and of people. And so you want to make sure that you don't knock others down. And then the next one is focus on your journey. See, the key comes back to you taking a look at your own life and not comparing it with to others. But you have to focus on um your own life, and you have to get to the place where it's your journey and not a competition. You're not in a competition with someone else's life. This is a journey of your own life. So you have to refocus and rethink because your journey of life should be one that you enjoy and not a rat race where you're burnt out and tired and not one where you have low self-esteem, a lack of self-confidence, but you need to enjoy this, enjoy your journey. You need to find something to um, become something, learn something, create something. The journey has um, nothing to do with how well other people are doing or what they have, but it has everything to do with what you want to do and where you want to go. And that's all you need to be concerned with is what is what is your journey and whatever your journey entails and involves those are the things that you need to pursue and not the comparison of other people remember i told you that you are uniquely created by god and your assignment is just that it's your assignment and so you can't get caught up in um um focusing on someone else's journey, you have to focus on your own journey. And then you have to learn to love. Not only just yourself, you have to learn to love other people. If you um, uh, always want uh, others, if you always want what others have, and if you uh, uh, feel like you'll never have enough, you will always want more. 
And that's an endless cycle, and it will never lead to happiness. So no matter how many clothes you buy, no how many houses you own, no matter how many fancy cars you acquire, you will never have enough. You will always compare yourself to others. Uh, so instead of doing that, you, it's important that you learn to realize what you have is already enough. If you have shelter over your head, if you have food on the table, it's enough for right now, for wherever you are. Anything that you have um, uh, right now should be good enough. So, look, you know, that's very important. Learn to appreciate what you have right now. That's important. Learn to love enough. And what that means is learn to appreciate what you have right now. God probably has way more in store for you. The word says that the word of God says eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. What's in store for them that love God? And so there's more in store for you. But until you learn to love what you have right now, you will not make room for anything else that is a sign to come into your life because you will not know how to handle or appreciate the extras that are on their way into your life. And so you have to make sure that you know how to handle or love what you have right now. Just love it enough. God, I thank you for what I have right now. I know something else is coming. There's something else in store for me. Encourage yourself. And learn to appreciate the good things in your life. You know, don't take them for granted. Don't think that the grass is greener on the other side. Just appreciate what you have right now for yourself. All right? And then just just remind yourself that no one is perfect, um, you know, and that, there's no reason for you to actually focus on your negative and focus on other people. You, no one is perfect. You need to find out who you are and function from that place, period. That's it. And I know I've said that a lot, but it really comes down to that. You really have to focus on um, who you are. If you're going to stop comparing yourself um, to others, you have to become more relaxed with who you are. You have to become less, uh, less self-conscious about yourself, you know, where you're nitpicking and finding all little faults and little negative things to focus on. You have to um, uh, uh, really um, uh, stop doing that, and you really have to be able to focus on what uh, you do have rather than constantly paying attention to other people. Uh, You have to become more self-confident, and I'm going to keep saying that. You have to become more self-confident. Being confident of this, he that began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ. Without confidence, you're not going to be able to stand. You're not going to be successful. You're not going to be able to fulfill your life's purpose. You will not experience the greatest joy that God wants you to experience in your life if you don't raise your level of self-confidence. You must build your self-confidence up. You know, you must increase your self-esteem, you know, so that you can realize that you are unique. And there is, uh, there are, rather, there are no reasons why you need to compare yourself to others. All right? Try focusing more on what's important to you rather than, um, and, and then ask yourself, let me rephrase that. Try focus, try to focus on, try to focus more on what is important to you rather than ask, um, than asking yourself what others think. Uh, think about you. That's what's important. Try focusing on what is important to you, period. 
It all comes back to knowing who you are and putting some time into focusing on yourself. It doesn't make you conceited. It doesn't make you arrogant. It doesn't uh, make you honorary in any way. It simply makes you accountable and responsible for your life. And it's important that your life, that you become responsible for your life. And you can't do that if your focus is off. If you are focusing on the wrong thing, then you cannot be responsible for your life. If you want to experience the greatness that God has assigned to your life, you cannot do that if you're not focused on that greatness, if you're not focused on who who you are and who he created you to be. You know, if um, people say something to you like, you know, oh, this is going to take place, you know, don't worry about whatever gifts God gives you, it's just going to manifest. No, you're going to have to focus on it, and it has to be an intentional focus. You know, you have to intentionally and purposefully discover who you are in the eyes of God. You're going to have to take some time out to develop yourself. You've got to take some time to build yourself up. You're going to have to take some time um, to learn about the gifts that he's empowered you with, your abilities and skills that he's uh, uh, equipped you with. You're going to have to take some time out to learn about that and to discover those things. And you cannot do that when you are making useless comparison to other people. So you have to focus on your ex- ex- on yourself. You are different from everyone else. And that's a huge positive. You know, again, it's not being conceited or arrogant. It's just a huge positive. You're different from everyone else. I'm different from you. You're different from me. We don't have the same um, abilities or, or what we uh, and, and uniqueness, or we are unique. You know, for example, I may be uh, have the gift of teaching. You could have it too, but the, the the style and the presentation that I use may be different from yours. We're both called to teach, but you may do your teaching or your style of teaching may be uniquely yours. You may have a unique way that you do it. You know, a way that you present yourself. You may have a unique way that you speak if you're a speaker or you preach if you're a preacher or you're a counselor or you're a musician. You may have a unique way of singing or playing an instrument. You are unique and you're gifted in a different way. Okay? So get to know yourself better and accept who you are. That's important. Self-acceptance is important. So many times we find ourselves in life trying to get other people to accept us, wanting them to accept us, you know, and uh, sometimes they don't do it. They don't do it the way we want them to do it. They don't do it as quickly as we would like for them to do it, and we become discouraged and we become disgruntled. We start um, feeling even worse. We start feeling badly about ourselves. Cancel all of that. that. Just cancel all of that. Get to know yourself better and accept who you are. And when you experience self-acceptance, then you will bring, your start, bring yourself out of and overcoming useless comparison to others. Tell yourself that you can do just as well as anybody else. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter, you know, um, what you uh, what you think right now, what you've done before in the past, what matters is the end result and the fact is in the fact that you believe in yourself. You must believe in yourself. You know, if you don't, then you're not going to be able to get yourself to do anything. As a man thinketh in his heart, in his mind, so is he. If you don't believe 
good things about yourself, you will always make negative comparison. If you don't believe that you're gifted, if you don't believe that you can be successful and accomplish something, you won't do it. You will go to a certain uh, point in your journey and you will stop. You will start a project, you won't finish it. So you have to believe in yourself. Change your mindset about yourself. If um, you're always comparing yourself to others, chances are that you feel bad about yourself and that your confidence level is very low, and this will affect your self-esteem. So you have got to uh, change your way of thinking. You have got to see yourself differently. You, you must see yourself differently. Get a clear understanding about who you are. Everything comes back to you knowing who you are. And I'm going to always say that on each one of these shows. You cannot get yourself together if you don't know who you are. It's very important that you know who you are. You know, a sense of self, if you will, uh, lets you see um, other successful successes and you become better and not bitter. And that's important. So when you can celebrate someone else and not be bitter about it, not be jealous, not be covetous, uh, covet, not coveted it, then you're in a good place. Period. You have to learn to celebrate someone else. There is someone else doing exactly what God has assigned you to do. You know, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. So whatever it is that you desire to do in your life, someone else is already doing it. And so if you can celebrate them or if you can celebrate even a friend or a loved one that's doing something totally different, but if they made major strides in their uh, purpose and in their uh, visions and goals, Celebrate them. Enjoy it with them. Tell them how proud you are of them so that bitterness won't set in. And then ask them, say, hey, when I accomplish my goals, hey, I want you to do the same for me. Encourage me. Tell me that you're proud of me. Tell them what you want. Tell people what you need from them for, in order to help build your self-esteem and to get you uh, going. You know, value yourself, you know, and you won't need to be like anyone else, you know, um, Find words, I think I said this on a previous show, make a list of words that describe who you are to yourself. Write it down on paper. I'm strong. I'm kind. I'm friendly. I'm a visionary. I'm optimistic. You know, uh, uh, I'm a go-getter. Put it down on paper. Write some things out about yourself so you can start feeling that in your spirit and and you can start building your confidence. Okay, in your life, start seeking meaning and not approval, okay? That goes back to making sure that you're living a purposeful life, okay? You don't need approval from men, you know. Um, when people usually seek approval, it's because there's something missing, there's a void or something missing in their lives. You know, when you, when you, uh, you know, the, the best way to do that is like uh, don't spend your time chasing recognition, because sometimes people are not going to recognize you, you know, because they might be doing the same thing, you know, or comparison, making useless comparisons, or they might be full of jealousy, or they might be bitter. And so why are you looking for them to approve you? They're, holding, they're withholding that approval from you because they don't like what they see. It's a good thing you've accomplished that goal, but maybe they haven't accomplished a goal. So stop looking, stop chasing approval. If it comes, or recognition, if it comes, great. You know, praise God for it. You know, but don't chase it. You know, keep going. Keep working at whatever your dreams and your visions are. Keep moving from level to level, faith to faith, glory to glory. Keep going to the next level. When it's time for you to receive that recognition and approval, you'll get it. Okay? If you have to chase after it, nine times out of ten, 
when they finally release it and give it to you, you're going to be so burnt out for chasing it, you won't even mean anything to you. So um, that stop seeking approval. I mean, seek meaning but not approval. And then um, know that everyone has their own strength, you know. So, excuse me, <coughs> my voice is getting wearing out. So remember that everybody has their own strength. So when you know your strength, then you won't need to seek approval from anybody else. All right? And then so and then emulate something that works. And I said that earlier. Find somebody's life who is doing something and you can emulate that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You could find somebody and make sure that the steps that they're taking are steps that are going to get you somewhere. And so that you can um, actually begin to build your self-esteem and see yourself accomplishing something. Don't compare yourself to someone and you know you can't get that. You know, so since me comparing myself to a billionaire and I become frustrated because I don't have a billion dollars in the next year or so. So find someone that you can emulate. Find someone who can take you on as a, a protege or who can teach you some things who won't mind teaching you, who will be there to empower you and to give you everything that you need so that you can be every, you can be the person that God created you to be. So, okay, we're going to close out with prayer. My voice is leaving. So, okay, I hope you can hear me. I'm going to give you this scripture as we close out. Galatians chapter 6, and it's verses 4 and 5. And again, it comes from the Message Bible. Galatians chapter 6, verse 4 and 5. And it says, pay careful attention to your own work. For then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. For we are each responsible for our own conduct. I'm going to read it again. Galatians 6 verses 4 and 5 in the, the Message Bible. Pay careful attention to your own work. For then you will have the great satisfaction of a job well done. You won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. For we are all each for we are each, we are each responsible for our own conduct, and that is such I thought that was such an awesome translation because a lot of times when you're going through something, you think that the Bible doesn't address it or you don't know where to find it. That's why it's always so good to have more than one translation. The message Bible is the the living Bible um turned into a translation so it could be a little bit more accurate and not just a para, uh, a paraphrase. The Living Bible is a paraphrase. So now they've kind of, the, the translators got together and they, they have uh, redone it, the Message Bible, so that it can be more accurate uh, to the original uh, manuscripts. And so if you have only one translation, you might want to invest in the Message Bible. You may want to invest in the New Living Translation. Uh, so um, the new, um, let me rephrase that. Let me. I'm sorry. The New Living Translation is the Living Bible. The message stands alone. But you may want to invest in a different translation so that you can get. It's modern English, and sometimes they're so they the the English versions are extremely clear, and uh, sometimes they make the passage of scripture really relevant for you today. And so you may want to invest in that. You know, but it's really important that we don't compare ourselves to, to, to other people. And so I'm going to read that scripture one more time. Galatians chapter 6, my voice is coming back, verses 4 and 5. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get 
the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. So if we live our life totally fixated upon Jesus, then we don't have to. We won't need um, to want what someone else has or to concentrate on something someone doesn't have. It is in our hand to make the right choices and the right decisions to live like God has purposed us to live. And so if you don't want to um, be frustrated with your life, then don't compare your life to anyone else's. So if you are, before we go, you may have, if you have a question or a comment, um, if you're listening by phone, if you press the number one, um, it'll show up on the dashboard that you have a question I can bring you on if you have a question or a comment. If you're in the chat room, um, uh, then you can post your uh, comment in the chat room. So if um, I'll give you a second or two to think about it, and uh, and I will could tell you, don't forget, we have a, uh, a few more shows to go. This is the Gotta uh, Get Myself Together uh, series. Um, on the Ginger London Ministries show, uh, this year we do it, we did it a little different. We have the, the you got to get myself together in three different uh, venues. We have it on Facebook. That's the full uh, 45 day challenge that started December 18th. It's going to go through January 31st. We have it on WordPress on my WordPress blog, where it's 31 days, 31 uh, blogs. All the articles are related to. Um, you getting yourself together this year, and then I came and brought it onto the Blog Talk Radio because some people learn from hearing, and so we're doing 25 shows. Some shows are combined, like this one is um, uh, show number uh, five and shows number five and six. So some of the shows are combined, but you should have at least 20 to 22 shows that are related to getting yourself together this year. Also, uh, we put an announcement um, out there on Facebook today. If you are a business owner, an author, um, uh, or in ministry, or you have a great testimony or, or, or the like, and you would like to be interviewed doing this Gotta Get Myself Together series, then get, um, if you're on Facebook, you can um, direct uh, message me on Facebook or you can send me an email with your bio and uh, tell me a little bit about um, either a product you want to promote, a book you're trying to promote, or just what you're doing. Um, you can send it to inquiries, I-N-Q-U-I-R-I-E-S, at gingerlondon.com, G-I-N-G-E-R-L-O-N-D-O-N.com. So if you would like to be interviewed before the month is out, before we get past, before we get to the end of the Got to Get Myself Together uh, series, Please contact me. Again, you can email me at inquiries, I-N-Q-U-I-R-I-E-S, at gingerlondon.com, or you can direct message me on Facebook or LinkedIn, Twitter. You know, I'm on all of those and Pinterest. You know, so find a way to get the information to me, and then we'll uh, correspond, and I'll let you know the dates and times that are available. And, uh, and uh, this is an opportunity for you to get some exposure and uh, and that sort of thing. And so we do that every year. Uh, so that's an element I didn't want to leave out this year. So for the last two or three years, we've actually done interviews for people for the month of um, the month of January, at the top of the year. We do got to get myself together interviews, and we give people an opportunity to come on and present um, their information or uh, products or whatever they have. And so if that's you, or if you know someone, have your friend or relative contact me so they can get scheduled. Um, onto a show. So, since we don't have any comments or questions, um, thank you so much. I know this is a late night show. 
Um, I appreciate your time. I really do. And uh, like I said earlier, some things happen beyond my uh, control, and I didn't want to have to reschedule it. So I just pushed it back to a late time. So thank you so much uh, for tuning in and listening in. God bless you. I appreciate you, and I pray that you're walking in the fullness that God has created you to walk in and that you are being yourself and not someone else and that you will stop comparing yourself if that's what you're doing and focus on yourself so that you can be who God created you to be. God bless you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening and a great day on tomorrow. This is Minister Ginger London. I'm your host and your kingdom trainer and life coach for this series. God bless you. Have a great evening.